0: Hello, this is Angelique, and you're listening to We're Booked Up Season 3, wherein Kendall, Andrew, and I continue to read books and have opinions on them. And in keeping with our first episode tradition, we read yet another James Patterson book, The Perfect <sighs> Assassin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: Sorry. Ah, the perfect assassin.
0: (laughs) Co-authored by Brian Sitz this time. If you've listened to the previous season's premiere episode, you may know that we read read The Noise in season one and and Death of the Black Widow in season two, both co-authored by J.D. Barker. If you did listen to those episodes, you may have some idea of how this one's going to go.
1: (laughs) You don't know. We might have loved it now that Brian Sitz is the co-author.
0: Okay. First, did we have a good summer hiatus? Did we read or watch anything interesting?
2: Oh, I actually read things. Yay! Yeah. I did that. I, I had to write it down because I, I have no memory right now. I read Una Out of Order by Marguerite Mortimer. Three and three-quarter stars. I think there's more story there, and I really wish it were series. But mm. It was good. Uh, I saw The Little Mermaid. Oh. I loved it. I'm really glad I saw it in the movie theater too. It it made it better. Yeah. We watched um, American Born Chinese on um, Disney Plus. That was cute. Is
1: that the one that had like Michelle Yeoh and Kiwi Kwan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. the exact
2: same cast as Everything it, Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm. See, I wanted
1: to watch it, but then it was like Disney, and <laughs> so I was like, I oh, don't know. It's cute. It's, oh, it's cute. It's okay, definitely okay. like
2: a kid's journey. Uh, uh, and then uh, Never Have I Ever season three. I I just I love Mindy Kaling and her vibe. And then, oh, I read books too. I, I um, What else did I read? Because I filled out my thing and I turned it in. Heart Stopper? Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. No. Also, Os- Osman. Yeah. Uh, that was amazing. I loved a good it.
3: Story.
2: Yeah. Five stars. Uh, Una Anna Heart Stopper, Perfect Assessment. What was the other one I read? Oh, Turtles All the Way Down by John Green. Mm-hmm. Mm. I liked it. Mm. I like John Green, though.
1: I never read any of his books, but I saw that movie, Fault in Our Stars. And I can't remember who died, but someone really important to me died like the weekend before and that was not a good that that did not go well. So I, I have I have like when you say John Green, I'm like, oh god, I have like a PTSD thing. Like a it's not his break. fault. Not his fault. It was a very good movie. Anyway. I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what did you read this summer?
0: Uh, not much. <laughs> uh I reread some things. I reread Goblin Emperor because Kendall mentioned it to me.
3: And <laughs> <laughs> that, was like, that was like a like
0: two weeks ago i know i know. I, re- I didn't like reread it word for word i skipped to the parts i wanted to read and then that's about it that's really all i read
2: summer reading's hard on librarians
0: yeah. <laughs> people
1: are like don't you love a job we can read all the- I, I don't know i don't know what that's like
2: find me a job where i can do that and i'll let you know yeah
1: seriously what did i read this summer so i read um for a book club we read the lioness like Chris Bojalian, I don't mm-hmm. know Bojalian. Bojalian, yeah. Sorry, Chris B. Chris B. Uh, Crispy. But uh, Crispy. <laughs> Chris B. Chris <laughs> B. <laughs> oh, that's worse. I'd rather just oh, murder his last name. It was good. It. I didn't know what to expect of it, and it moved really quickly. It was one of those where I got to and I, was like, I like this, and then after thinking about it for thirty minutes, you realize the gaping plot holes in it, and you're like, oh, oh. So it kind of was like a four, and then kind of down like a three It's still solid it was solid that's
2: kind of how the flight attendant was it was like okay really good start we're good i I, i'm following yeah we're good and there's like um there's some really yeah there's some stuff that needs some work
1: yeah that's kind of how it felt and they my the book club loves him and i was like i get it i get why it was a quick it's a quick read for me it was great because it was like one of those i'd read 20 pages and sunday evening and here we go and i was able to finish it so i do appreciate that um I saw Barbie. That was good.
2: Oh, don't tell me anything.
1: Okay, I won't say anything. Um, and then we talked about that movie Red, White, and Royal Blue, which mm-hmm. premiered yesterday. So I think I'm gonna watch it tonight. I'll probably. On Amazon Prime. We liked the book. Yeah. I'm trying to think, I didn't really read much. Oh god, I read one of those Emily Um Henry those was book lovers.
2: Wait a minute. Isn't aren't we? Yeah, we reading, reading, reading that
1: this. Hey! Season. I mean So keep your notes. <laughs> keep those notes. Spoiler. Uh no, and you know I'm not gonna say anything now because I forgot that we we're gonna be rereading that. <laughs> Such a joy. Next year. Next February, year, February. So you can, you'll so many months. That.
2: Well, when you skim it next February or January in preparation, <laughs> I'll have forgotten
1: everything. I'll probably have to reread it, and then and then it'll be all over again. You'll be like, didn't I read this before? <laughs>
3: this sounds familiar.
1: <laughs> <sighs> and I got through this one this morning, so that was that my like whole a, book. No, no, no! I did start. I did start, and I was like, I was gonna read every night, and then it was like 150 pages this morning. I was like, okay, Just I can do this. Through Just powered through it.
0: Okay. So before we go into the synopsis, there's, um, they're gonna be writing another book together, and the uh, tagline for the um, book that they're gonna write together is hilarious to me, and I wanted to use this to <laughs> you guys. Okay. They're gonna write. They're gonna read. Write uh, or they're gonna have a book published: Holmes, Miss Marple, and Poe investigations. Like, characters with those last names based on those characters, basically. And the tagline for it is, they're open for business. Murder business.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you make me read that next September, I'm going to kill you, Angelique. <laughs>
2: well, we'll know where to take the
3: investigation.
2: Murder the business.
1: murder business.
0: <laughs>
1: God. Okay. Now. Help us.
0: On to The Perfect Assassin. We'll start with the synopsis, and then we'll go to our ratings, and then we'll go to our questions. Okay.
1: We all have the same book, right? Yes, we do. (laughs) You're never going to live that down. That is a season two flashback.
0: Funny story. I'll let her get through the
3: synopsis. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) Professor Brant Savage, grandson of the legendary action hero Doc Savage, is forced into a top secret training program where he discovers his true calling as the perfect assassin. Dr. Brant Savage is on sabbatical from the University of Chicago. Instead of doing solo fieldwork in anthropology, the gawky, bespectacled Ph.D. finds himself enrolled in a school where he is the sole pupil. His professor, Mead, is demanding. She's also his captor. Savage emerges from their intensive training sessions physically and mentally transformed, but with no idea why he's been chosen or how he'll use his fearsome abilities. Then his first mission with Mead shows Savage how deeply entwined their two lives have been. To prevent a new class of killers from escaping this harsh place where their ancestors first fought to make a better world, they must pledge anew, do right to all, and wrong to no one.
3: I don't think that's what happened. No. It's close. Yeah.
0: At no point was it said he was becoming an assassin. He was just training.
2: He was just kidnapped and forced to do labor. Yeah, Yeah, now that I
1: read this, he didn't assassinate anybody. No,
2: no. I mean, okay.
1: Is there like these? This is a series, right? So is it like this builds into in where he assassinates people? I don't know because he doesn't assassinate anyone. Uh,
0: so I was gonna. Uh, so uh, <laughs>
1: sorry, I just uh, no. It's, is, it's she's reading that, and I went. So I
0: have a question wait. at the end that might clarify things. Okay, okay,
2: okay, okay. So funny story. We love funny stories. <laughs> uh, so uh, I actually read the synopsis for the other JD Barker. And uh, James Patterson book, uh, Coast to Coast Murders. Mm-hmm. And so I'm reading this book with that synopsis in my brain. And I'm like a quarter of the way through. And I'm like, when do they go coast to coast?
3: Like no one has
2: like really, like where's the murder investigation? And that's when I looked it up and I learned a little bit about Doc Savage.
1: <laughs> Oh, good, good. So, so I did prepared. Not, <laughs> I did
2: not know that was a thing. Did you guys know Doc Savage was question. a character? Did okay. y'all
0: know that in like the 1930s, it was like a book series, like a pulp series. Oh, no. Doc Savage was like, it's a, diff- it's a different name, like Dr. Clark Savage, and he's supposed to be, in Brant Savage oh. supposed to be the grandson. So it's like a reboot of that series. Yes. So, so not
1: only- right, Yeah, but I'll I only got it after
2: I read- Okay, so yeah, I know. I found that out about quarterly through. And then I I also read in like the Wikipedia article that this Doc Savage character was like the precursor to superheroes. Yeah. And that made me It gave some context. It gave context thing. and I um I made some allowances that when you, you guys rate your stuff, you'll understand if I rate it a little higher. Because I was like, Oh, okay, going into this, I understood. Anyway, okay. Take it away, Ace. <laughs> All right, ratings. So for me, it was a 3.25. Okay. Mm.
1: I think I put a 2 on Goodreads. It was more like a 1.75. but I'll say 2. There, there were parts that worked.
0: I'm going to go with 2 as well. So, yeah, Even knowing that it was...
1: <laughs> yeah, that is it. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. My response was also, not only did he write this, but then he ruined something else that was from a different time. That's, <laughs> it wasn't that bad, I promise. I noticed, but that was my smart comment that I was going to
2: makes me want to go back and, like, okay, not actually go back and read the, like, original, like, books and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I am kind of curious the tone of the Doc Savage stuff and how this, like, relates to that previous series and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Probably very 1940s dialogue, though. You don't say. (laughs) (laughs) I remember reading, um, I read...
1: Uh, <laughs> imagine! I imagine it was a yeah. lot
0: like um, Tarzan. Yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. I, 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 same. No, Tarzan predates that too. All right, we ready for the question? Yes, yes please do it. Okay, did you like the main characters of Doctor Brant Savage and Mead, aka Kira Sunlight? <laughs> <laughs> what
2: are you gonna ask? <laughs> oh that. Oh, like the ki Like I can tell you don't like the name no, Kira Sunlight.
3: No. <laughs> I don't like it. When she said that line, I was I almost just closed the book. I'm like no. I'm done. Okay. Oh
2: my goodness.
1: I did not. It was <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
2: um I didn't mind her as much when she was yeah. mead. Yeah. Um I she I didn't mind. Yeah. You know, I, in my head, um, this is way jumping ahead, I'm sorry, but, like, the character, like, the actress who would play her in my head is Florence Pugh. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah.
2: And so, I I don't know. I just, I could see her making it work. And But uh, the main character, Savage, I, no, I didn't <laughs> like him. Mm-mm. I just didn't like him. So, like, in the beginning, they're trying to make him, like, this bumbly professor, just kind of, like in his way well, through life well now
3: <laughs> yeah except i don't
2: know like i don't think any of the characteristics that they Dang. were describing were, so like at one point they're like uh he's having his own in like internal monologue and he's like i think i'm on this sp- like i might be on the spectrum like the autism spectrum and i'm like but he has given zero um evidence that before or after to support that claim and i'm like this is just this is poor writing
1: yeah well and then it's like he he's he gets i don't know there were opportunities and it's that he's like in love with something about all of that yeah he didn't work and even when he got all like big and buff he still was kind of a loser
3: like
2: i don't understand why she really needed him other than like to be a partner and like just to be backup. But then the way like they treat him in the book, it's like she is creating somebody who's going to become her protector and her hero. But he still defers to her a lot. And, yeah. you know, he's stuck on a submarine while she's the one that's actually going and blowing stuff up at this school <laughs> and like actually getting things done.
1: Yeah, they did kind of like like <laughs> it's just and he had like one or two things at the end that sort of saved her.
2: Ish. Ish. Yeah. I feel like she could have been resourceful, like, around it. I would have figured it out. Yeah, didn't. the submarine
1: thing was ridiculous. That <laughs> yeah. whole plot line <laughs> did not work. Can we? It's <laughs> like, I'm in this <laughs> yeah. abandoned cavern that I randomly found that's my great-grandfather's. Oh, there's a submarine there. like, that worked. That's, I don't know what the moment you think I about through it, but that was the moment where I was just like, okay, I don't understand. Then there's, like, an F-14. Because somehow this school of children, they have F-14s. They can shoot people out of the sky. That is when it just jumped the shark and I'm like, okay, kill them. Just kill somebody. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> so...
2: Like, the FYI, at the moment I thought that you would just start reading, like just stop reading the book and like throw it across the room, like was, mm-hmm. um, when they got the, the jetpacks.
1: Oh God, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and her, like,
2: okay. She's like, okay, here's this jetpack from 1930. Put it on your back, and she shoves
3: him off a building. No.
1: Yeah. The part that I got was that then there was like two pages there where they were like floating in the wind, and I, like in the air, and I was like, it's like Aladdin. Like I expected a whole <laughs> new world to start playing in the background as they were like flying around. On their jetpacks happily, yeah, yeah, that was that was bad. (laughs) Basically, when they introduced the Doc Savage, the great grandfather stuff, is when to me the whole book went off the rails. Yeah, the first half of it was weird, (laughs) but it was I was moving, I was clicking, I could tell it was building towards something, and then it was like,
0: Yeah, yeah, it was
1: dumb.
0: I didn't like either of them either. I liked her more than him, I am, because mostly because she reminded me of Black Widow
1: from Marvel, (sighs) it's the same person.
2: Okay, that's funny. That's why I said Florence Pugh because yeah. to me she's not like Natasha, but she's not. I don't know. She had like edge. In the, I don't know. She Just didn't care. Natasha cares. Anyway, continue. She reminded you of Black Widow.
0: Yeah, and that's really the only reason. And he was just annoying. Who was also no substance to him.
2: Black Widow was also like born from Russian, like
0: yeah, exactly and spy training in a school with yeah. other children to be an assassin and yeah. think about it if huh. this was
1: a precursor to superheroes uh-huh. yeah. and now they have all this lore of the superhero genre or whatever you know they're pulling some other yeah. stuff yeah all right marvel all right disney lawyers let's get on this <laughs> 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 I'm kidding
0: okay uh what did you like most about the book where did you like least
1: again I, I when i first started i mean it was far-fetched but it was like again it was you know kind of kind of felt like the death of the black widow where it's like once it jumped the shark i couldn't get back in the boat
3: mm-hmm.
1: that metaphor didn't work but anyway but but the first half i was like okay and, you couldn't and and get back
2: w- up on your skis fonzie
1: yes <laughs> yeah, really fonzie okay anyway. that's
2: where it jumped i know from. i know sorry i, like, I interrupted you
1: anyway um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so the first half wasn't It wasn't great or anything, but at least... And it definitely got repetitive. That's what I told Angelique, I was like, okay, after about 65 pages in, I was like, please go somewhere. Not where they went, Mm. but somewhere would have been nice. But at least for a while, it was like, okay, it was mysterious. You didn't know what was happening. They kind of did the flashbacks, which actually, I know you hate flashbacks, but I I didn't think they were as... They were more interesting. They were not as... uh, Yeah, they definitely were interesting. And they weren't as like... That part worked to me. The flashbacks worked as you were naired as the narrative was building for a while.
2: It was necessary, I feel like, to humanize Mead. Yeah.
1: And maybe that's why we liked hers because really, Doc Savage, other than his, apparently he's autistic.
2: Which is okay. Is except okay, there's but, no other evidence in the book. But that's to support literally like the only. Other than that, he's smart.
1: He's smart. And... Is he
2: though? <laughs> well, he's supposed to be. Because there's some moments where I'm like, ah.
1: <laughs> But that's all you know about him. Like that's all that they give him. So at least I guess that maybe that's why we like me more because at least we know all these horrible things that happened to her and mm-hmm. what she was going and it through. Explains her. And explains her. Had... Yeah. yeah. Whereas he, they just... tried to explain to him and then they didn't follow up on the explanation.
2: Yeah. Okay, so things I liked the best. I thought it was. I thought it was fun. It was an easy, quick read. Chapters mm-hmm. are short. I'm. I'm good. There's. In the flashback, the relationship between mead and uh, arena mm. and
1: and that did come full circle mm-hmm, which that was one of the few things that really played out,
2: yeah, um, things I didn't like. I have a really hard time with bad things happening to kids. So Ooh. I was really struggling with, you know, all the infant kidnappings because, you know, that's not going to help a, a new mom. Like, where I'm well, not I mean, even. That
1: first scene it's was.
2: It's just, I don't like it. Like, yeah. there's infant death, not cool. Part of me was really hoping that Irina was going to end up being like her long lost sister, which I guess she kind of became in the sense that they bonded at school but i was really hoping that they were going to be like that that baby didn't actually die yeah and then like i did not like that they kept going back in with the infant kidnappings and making it a part of like the mother is like like the one the mom who's like a an olympic athlete oh, and, yeah, she's, like, dinner, yeah, yeah. And, and she's like out to dinner and that's she leaves her baby with a uh, with a babysitter and then that baby gets kidnapped i'm like that is not cool or like I at don't least know.
1: I was afraid with that one that then there wasn't going to be any resolution to it. I'm you know? really so at least there was bad, good, whatever. It actually was a happy that was the one happy part. But of there the-
2: wasn't any resolution, I don't think, with the the later the like the other couple yeah. that like put their baby to bed. Oh yeah, and then they like had an adult evening and their baby got kidnapped. I forgot about that. Like what happened to that baby? I'm hoping that baby was safely returned. Yeah, I
0: guess you could assume they were because they found all the babies. Yeah, but still, I don't know. It just. But I don't
1: introduce like you introduce the one and then introduced this one to try to build this web of like it's still going on. Yeah, yeah sure. That's and sure. so, so for them not to follow it up, I mean, the chapters are a page and a half each. You couldn't mm-hmm. have added an extra page and a half a about the couple.
2: Sentence, Mister So and So. I have like because you know the, at the end Mead's making all the phone calls and reuniting as many of the kids as she can, which is nice. Anyway, the other thing that I did not like was that they were creating this like relationship. Romantically between Mead and the professor because it yeah. was like Stockholm syndrome. and then at one point like she's like giving him a deep tissue massage and he's like, "Oh hey, I'm having feelings." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, what a twist! What if they're related?" Like I kept thinking the whole <laughs> you know time that they were going to be related. It's like Luke and Leia. Yes. yes.
0: You know what though? At the end, they they said that thing about their twins running the family, and her his great grandfather was a twin. I'm telling you.
2: And she was a twin.
1: They're like second cousins, twice removed.
2: <laughs> like, it just, the relationship feels icky. Yeah. I really wish that instead of trying to embrace them as a romantic couple, that they would just be setting them up to be platonic partners mm-hmm. in crime. Or anti-crime.
1: Because, I mean, through most of the books, she basically was abusing him and yeah. holding him captive. Like, it wasn't like... You know, really they make it seem thing. like, oh, well, no, she had a greater mission, and he's the only one who could do it, and they were going to save the world. I was like, yeah, but it didn't start off that way.
2: Yeah, it just... Also, why could she not tell him this in the beginning? Like, why the secrecy? Why can't he have buy-in at the beginning? Like, yeah. the
1: cage and the... the... Yeah,
2: because, yeah, I don't know. I feel like if the situation were reversed, if it was him, like, doing that to her, she'd shank him in the night as soon yeah. as she could and yeah. he's like yeah let's go get wine <laughs> let's go and get dinner <laughs>
0: it's weird
3: yeah
1: yeah anyway yeah <laughs> I said what I liked about did it you do, did, uh, what I didn't like about it the rest of it oh yeah <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so, so. <laughs> sorry the just, characters
2: the plot yes
1: yeah no the i setting. just I, I i hated i thought it just went it, it when it was supposed to like pick up with the action it just went off the rails and it just never quite got back on and his whole plot line was just stupid
0: it was he was submarine a, i didn't like him why is the
1: submarine still gonna work
0: I don't know. That is a lot of faith. It didn't work very long, to be honest.
1: But then it's like, oh, the food's melted, but the wool blanket doesn't have dust on it? Yeah. He probably sneezed. That's what probably caused the the submarine to sink.
2: Well, you know, he's superhuman because he stopped a bullet, so.
1: Don't get me started on that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing I did not like was the fact that suddenly we went from he's strong to he can stop a bullet. Yeah. That was stupid. So
2: you know, I'm, all you need is a little bit of wheatgrass juice and um, a couple, like a treadmill and yeah, bam. Go out
1: that and try that, people. See what happens. That's not <laughs> how that works. And it's not even like, and that was a thing where it was like, there was nothing else in it other than, I mean, the Doc Savage stuff was like, but it was still like Inventi. And then there's like randomly, supernaturally science fiction superhero. And then nothing else after that was like that. Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I didn't like the whole Brant as a friendless loser kind of thing. It had, like, no substance. We are just so supposed to take it that he is because he does things alone.
1: Yeah, because if that or case, then Angelique and yeah. I are friendless losers because <laughs> hey, we like to be alone.
2: Aw, you're friendless losers with us. We're, you're not friendless losers.
0: i <laughs> about
1: say, clarify exactly. that.
0: <laughs> I know, but they're saying that he is because he goes on bike rides alone. Because and he, like, like eats some meals alone. alone? Yeah, yeah. But at least he's going oh, out. Oh, I see what you yeah. were saying, Andrew. <laughs> Sorry. And they don't even say
2: why he's why
0: I
1: thought you were my friend. Yes, I am.
2: <laughs> I thought you were saying. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry.
1: But my point is is that like, yeah, it's almost yeah. like, oh, but because he likes to be alone. They don't
0: say why he likes to be alone or why he's alone. They don't say if it's because he's, autistic. he's connecting with people or if he's just annoying. Like if it's his personality that people And just see don't that want little to...
1: connection yeah. of because he can't connect with people because he's autistic, that's why he's alone. Even that would have been a little bit more of an explanation than just He's autistic, and then no other explanation after that.
2: Yeah, but I still feel like autistic people have friends. Yeah. Like,
1: No, I know, but I'm saying that...
2: I get what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, like it, that it, is the, that is the one the... shred of evidence, other than that he's smart, right? that might lend to it. You could have built on that. I don't that. know. I kind of wish he was annoying. Like, that would be such a... F-
1: he wasn't annoying. I thought he was annoying. No, like, annoying
2: on purpose. Yeah, yeah, uh,
1: true, true. Okay. He didn't try. But yeah. But he was. Heaven
2: forbid anyone go bike riding alone
3: you get kidnapped also, that's what happens also
2: about the jetpack thing you know how he's <laughs> when she
0: pushes him off the building or whatever and he's going face down when you turn on a jetpack it comes out the back so he's just going to go <laughs> face down into the ground even
2: faster <laughs>
0: exactly it's a
1: whole new world it's a and magic when, carpet ride <laughs> and when people
0: are on jetpacks they're not like level like on face down towards the like parallel to the ground they're standing up because the jet propels them upwards mm-hmm. and they just kind of go that way so that was yeah I just I kept. Really did
2: you guys ever watch the movie The Rocketeer? Probably. Yeah, the Disney movie. That's all I kept thinking about was like, The Rocketeer.
1: Also, then they landed in like the middle of like a Lake. busy thing, and they climbed out of the water with jetpacks. Like, and so and there's festival, like tons yeah. of fail, and nobody reported it.
2: Yeah, that's probably what gave away the location. She was like, "I was so careful, really." <laughs>
1: Yeah, jetpack. <laughs> really? Okay. All right. We
0: ready for the next question? Yes, please. Were there any quotes or passages that stood out to you?
1: Why, no. Why not? No. N- no. Sorry. Not really. I'm sorry. You
0: know what stood out to me? You know, in the end, where he's reading that little. Passage from his great grandfather's journal to a bunch of homicidal teenagers, mm-hmm. and acting like it's going to help them oh, in any yeah. way.
1: And then randomly, all the guards, the entirety of Interpol, but somehow Arena just walks yeah. right in and starts shooting, wearing
0: like orange,
1: right? Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody's going to notice that. <laughs> Maybe she jetpacks. Well, she's
0: <laughs> a
2: super soldier. Like, so.
0: okay, so back to the like the reading to yes, the kids the reading. thing. If somebody had shown up at, like, my high school graduation to read something, I would also not like it. (laughs) I would not pay attention. I'm not a homicidal teenager. He wasn't then.
2: Yeah.
1: And again, because he had no depth.
0: I know. It made it seem
1: like he was the superhero and that this is what he lived by. And I'm like, well, up until this point, that does not match who he is. You just
0: found this journal and suddenly (laughs) it's, like, your your way of life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sorry.
2: (laughs) It is it is it is I agree that it is incredibly strange that he's suddenly like sub like he has known his whole life that he is related to Doc yes. Savage, yes. the original yes. and he also hasn't cared like yeah. he made it known that he, it's not like he's like super into his family history yeah. or wanting to be like him like the previous doc yeah. or any of that. And now all of a sudden he's like, here, children. Let me let me <laughs> let me impart my wisdom upon well, you. That
1: is the one thing. It, the ending is kind of misogynistic because it's like she just gets cast aside. She's the one who did all the work.
2: Yeah, I, <laughs> and all of I, a sudden
1: he's the one in charge. It, that was bad. So
2: I feel like the perfect assassin in this book was Mead. Yeah,
1: yeah. and she was kind of the she definitely the, was. She literally after everything, she realized how horrible it was, escaped, and then started working on how to destroy this horrible thing. And all of a sudden, he like, RVs in or whatever, ATVs <laughs> in. Yeah, should have jetpacked in. That's what and all of a sudden, he's like, superhero, I don't take bullets. And so now I'm taking speeches. So I th- that's where that 1930s cheese, yeah, yeah, 1940s yeah. cheese yeah. definitely came in. But that's, it minimized Mead at the end.
2: Yeah. I think it really did. And do. then
1: she's walking with him after they... And all of a sudden, they're coming for her. But now that she has him, she'll be fine.
2: She'll be safe. I'm like, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't really like how, I mean, she even says, like, you're supposed to be my protector. But at no point, aside from when he takes the bullet for her, do I feel like he really protected her. Like, she's the one who is in the Hunger Games, crawling up the trees, like, avoiding the little children with, like, guns. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, like, blowing buildings up. I just I don't yeah. know. And he just shows
0: up at some point. Just
2: zoom <laughs> over the hill.
3: I'm here. He
0: made a phone call. Oh yeah, he did make a phone he call. He called Interval. Why didn't she call Interval? Why did she go to this friendless loser? <laughs>
1: <laughs> if she had called Interpol from the very beginning, no, because they made some comment. I'm sure they covered this up. Where it's like, oh, his bribes, hey, yeah, 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 his bribes must have finally worn but off. I think
2: I feel like she's <laughs> smart enough to figure out people who are also. I feel like instead of spending however much time and money she needed to update Doc Savage's apartment to make it soundproof reinforced steel with all the cameras she yeah. probably could have just been collecting intelligence <laughs> yeah
1: exactly
2: and going to interpol yeah.
1: well and also if the money ran out why did the money run like that's a really interesting detail of like maybe the reason they were able to be secret and, and successful all these years is because they paid off world governments and mm-hmm. things and then it's just like well i guess that, that didn't work anymore Doo do, to do going down my secret passageway I like mean, that was it she <laughs> could have it.
0: started with the parents who had their children stolen most of them are like extraordinary in some way so yes. some of them had to have had money that she could
2: I'm sure a bunch of extraordinary people banding together to yeah. find their children yeah, yeah i think that the avengers could yeah. <laughs> is essentially
1: it could have been the avengers
2: <laughs> it's like if the avengers parents got together yes No, but she went to some guy. (laughs) (laughs) She went to the guy who does cart, like who slips on ice like a cartoon character. But he's
1: got blood in him that's going to be like.
2: It activates his genes. It's a little. I don't like that part that it's like somehow in his genes he's a superb human specimen and he just has to activate it. That's a little. Mm. a little creepy, a little Aryan. And And again, yeah, and and even then.
1: If you're gonna give it like a sci-fi comic booky twist, there's like no mention of like yeah, and then he gets just doesn't die when a bullet hits him.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: like they don't like if you're either double down on that or just not. And like I thought he had like a bulletproof vest, and then it was like no, it was his rippled pecs. I was like, oh god, (laughs) (laughs) this turned to a Fabio novel. <laughs> oh. Plus the whole Aryan racist. Yeah, that was also disturbing too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: But more importantly. <laughs> more, more, not
1: more importantly. Let's just put that out there. I have being sarcastic. <laughs> I know, but people don't get sarcastic. That's true. Not more importantly.
2: That's your uh. next question. Uh,
0: so we'll go uh if the, we're made to a movie or a TV series, who would oh, you play? Oh what's happening. Yeah.
1: Really? I bet th- I my wonder is that they'll because of this it'll become like they'll redo the whole Doc Savage like, thing in modern times. Yeah. Which they kind of did with Captain America. You know, that was the – you like Florence Pugh. I think that's good.
2: I like her. I mean, I don't know that she would do it, but in my brain it was Florence Pugh. So there's this
0: actress in this other show I watched. I thought of her for this role because in that show, she had like really like coppery red hair, Mm -hmm. like Mead. But also, I really didn't like her acting in that show. So I thought she'd fit well. (laughs) 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 Wow.
1: She's
0: a perfectly nice person, of course. What's her name? Do you know? Catherine McNamara. That
1: name sounds familiar.
0: She was in uh, Shadowhunters and she was in that Walker, like prequel oh, like series oh yeah yeah when it's in like yeah. 1800 or something
1: he could be any yeah nameless some faceless action oh, yeah. star with mm-hmm. with that's built i mean i know how it sounds but there's mm-hmm. so little character yeah that meets that means the important one that's why i like Florence Pugh. because Pugh is actually a really incredible actress as well mm-hmm. if you've seen like some of her other, I didn't mean, Beth the Midsummer. I hate that movie, but she was good in it. And, and Little Women, you know that she can actually pull off like because the, there's actually emotion to me. She can mm-hmm. pull it off. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know who to cast as him. Again, it's it's kind of like
2: he was th- kind of bland. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's plenty of those people run, wandering around <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood. They can find a well not right now because of the strikes. But but when the strikes are over, I'm sure there's plenty of bland people who they could cast in this guest in this role
2: but in my head even though like even though the like character gets like buffer his hair probably gets thicker his vision suddenly gets better um he can learn things in his sleep i just always saw him with receding hairline <laughs> like yeah. i'm like i
1: really he starts just... off with the receding hairline i know but even then... after
2: he became like superfied in my head i'm like
1: Kind of like the Jean-Claude light like, peak. Al- yeah, you're yeah. always
2: going to have her. A, just like a, just just you need to get one of those sprays to like fill in the hair. It's <laughs> just, <laughs> just kind of like.
1: That is a 90s reference. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: in case you're wondering,
1: they used to have spray cans that you could spray on your hair. They probably still have them. They probably still have them. They were not effective. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, if you're listening, they were not effective.
2: Did um did you have anyone in mind for
0: him? I couldn't think of anyone because most actors have personalities, so and he doesn't really.
2: Huh. Who are the other characters? So the guy that ran the school, um, was I don't know the actor's name, but he played the um Russian team in uh, Harry Potter. You know the Triwizard Tournament. Uh, Victor Karkarik. Car- 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 <laughs> car- 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 car-
1: yeah, something like that.
2: Now I no not Victor Crum. Um okay. it was the the guy who was the teacher for the school, oh, and yep. he used to be a Death Eater and then suddenly wasn't a Death Eater, but Harry was always suspicious. Yeah. Anyway, um, that actor is who I kept casting as the bad guy gotcha. in this. The, the, he gets the bill yeah. Eastern
1: European kind of evil yeah. looking. Yeah, yeah.
2: That arena. Mm. Oh, so if mead had the coppery curls arena had like straight black hair right yeah Yeah. i mean i guess that's not super important because anybody could do that but i feel like it needs to be someone who's like really wily and resourceful Mm. and maybe a little weaselly because she's not a bad person but she also doesn't come like there's there's like that level of competition where if if Mead is the the golden girl, yeah, then she needs to be all of the opposite
1: things, mm. Mm. but she also doesn't have much in terms of storyline. there's some, but it's always tied to Mead, so yeah, it's hard I mean, to find someone that fits a personality that's really not she
2: remorselessly stole babies and she killed um. Mead's parents, no problem. That was the moment I
1: thought you thought I was going to throw the book across the room.
2: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: because I was like, really?
2: (laughs) I figured that all of the kids were going to have to go kill their parents. What I found unbelievable was that she was the first one to have to go and kill her own parents.
1: Gotcha. I thought that was Because it was his brother. Oh, yes.
2: By the way, <laughs> I you are my niece. I cannot imagine looking at my nieces and being like, "Okay, so you're gonna go jump in that ice hole mm-hmm. and swim underneath the ice and come out the other side." But also, if you start to drown, oh well. Yeah, I cannot imagine doing that. Yeah, for what a better world? Uh uh-uh. uh
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a better world. They were like, they were assassins,
2: but they were being like raised to be
1: like right, true. Uh, the one Supreme, right,
2: like people,
1: I did like was the like piano teacher lady. Yeah, teacher. Well, what's her name? Girl. Oh. Who like after giving her yeah. the in, who gave her just enough information about her past that she could like, I guess sense that, and then she like killed herself. But um, she kind of she was like the one warm character Isn't in that Mead's they
2: world. Described her like a ghost, like a gaunt, right, like, ghost. right.
1: But she she yes. was the one, the only one that wasn't like atrocious or stupid. Yeah. In that like world,
2: well, she has a redeeming, yeah.
1: She, yeah, Just yeah, there you go. Features. She has a redeeming factor, yeah.
2: I'm but gonna... I don't know who to
1: cast. I, I'm, I'm, in my mind, I'm picturing the lady who played the neighbor in Golden Girls who wanted to cut down the tree. This is a random <gasps> thing. <laughs> Frida Claxton, yeah, she's dead now. So, well, she died in the episode too. I remember Rose killed her. Well, it's dead and then in the no book. one wanted to go to the the funeral.
2: I don't think I saw that.
1: It's a good episode.
2: I thought I saw that that episode because I remember the tree bit, but now I don't remember. They're like really. in the
1: courtroom, and she goes, "You should just drop dead," and then she <gasps> drops dead. Oh yeah! And then they sprinkle her ashes around the tree so that it's a burial site, so they can't <laughs> cut it down. <laughs> I just hit my, on my wall. <laughs> Oh gosh, are you okay? Yeah, it's well, that's the padded. Soft. It's the padded stuff. So
2: that's really okay. We're off the. Okay, what's next? Uh...
0: <laughs> Sorry, y'all. That was... So we talked a little bit about the ending, but there's this one throwaway line in the ending uh, where Mead's talking about the teachers and how they just let some of them go.
2: And I was just very confused by that. I don't understand that either.
0: Yeah. Like, like some sh- of them are going to be charged with, like, human trafficking and all that stuff, but no, some of them are just going to go home, start their lives over. <laughs> <laughs> they were We decided involved. they weren't as
1: bad. <laughs> so
0: I can see maybe some of them having been held captive for whatever, and to teach or whatever, mm-hmm. but they didn't mention that. They're just like, yeah, some of them can just go home.
2: You know, it would have been a more interesting plot point that what if instead of kidnapping all the little babies, you kidnap the, the super amazing parent, too, to be the teacher?
1: Yeah. And again. You just want them
3: to stay with the I know. I just really want the babies to be
2: okay.
1: <laughs> it's fiction.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> did, y- did y'all have any other issues with the ending?
2: I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it was a little this is gonna sound weird. a little anticlimactic. Yeah. Like even though like I know that they're running through the woods or whatever, but the when the when the majority of the people she was quote unquote fighting were teenagers, I checked out. <laughs> I'm like, no. Like yeah. I, Had it been like staff members, or they had called in more um, graduates, Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, sure. And maybe that's where, like, it turns out some of the staff members end up helping her out because they also were trapped, and they finally saw an out or something. That would have that would have totally just like a few lines there. You know, one looks at her and decides to let her go or something. You're like, oh, okay. So they they they're those are the good guys. You know, they're the ones that get away with it. They're
2: in a rock, in between a rock and a hard place, right?
1: You know what it felt no. like? It was a little Harry Potterish.
2: Yeah, towards the end. Yeah, hung- it really it had that Hunger Games vibe. Yeah. With the kids and the ATV. Oh, my gosh,
1: the ATVs. I just... <laughs> I, I, th- I'm just imagining, like, all of a sudden, they're stopped because they hear this roar. And he, like, skids in front of them. And, like, dun da dun, music is played. That's how that scene played out. And it, it did not work.
2: But it's still, like, an ATV. Like... <laughs> I mean, just Like, it's like he came up on a little tricycle. <laughs> it's like, wait, guys, I'm here. Like, I'm here to help. Like, it's not like, I don't know. Not like he came just, like, <laughs> even running would have been better. Like, just bolting over and, like, Jumping, I don't know. He flipped in from out of nowhere. Yes, he needs to fly in.
1: Okay. Oh, they have fourteens that they randomly have.
2: Well, I'm sure he could find a random helicopter on that like sp- base, right? He like he's, knows how to fly. he 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 has had a jet pack. He, he... learned while
1: he was sleeping. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> when they,
2: <laughs> oh, they... <laughs> I'm sorry, how did that plane not get shot down? Right. They stole somebody's private plane. Yeah. How did it have enough gas? Like they kind of sort of addressed it. How did she survive? Because like I get it, fine. He is some superhuman genetic person. Is she supposed to be it's as because well? They
0: went into the water, and that
2: yeah, kind not, of helped or something.
0: I just don't
1: also, just it took them like twelve minutes to get from Chicago to like the Bering Strait. <laughs>
0: you know what really bugged me? No, he what what had really bugged no you. idea what Kamchatka was peninsula that they went to. Oh, yeah, He's yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, Kamchatka. I've never heard of that. He's a PhD anthropology <laughs> guy. I'm sure they have to know something about geography.
1: Yeah. Just bugged me. But then he somehow, I he crashes right where his grandfather's that thing is. It's
2: crazy <laughs> to me that, like, out of the entire ocean.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it is a very... He large ocean, in case the was The fortress of solitude. Right.
2: Maybe there was just like an uh, in his genes, Maybe it's like built-in homing beacon that he just.
1: What? Well, explain he that knows again. Double how down she... on the sci-fi thing. He's like Aquaman all of a sudden, like woo, <laughs> woo. The fish guide him to the ship or something. Like come on. Like,
2: I don't know. It would have been okay if they had established that that was a place prior, or maybe she was like, we're not going to make it to, what did you call it, Kamchatka? Yeah. I didn't know that was a real place. (laughs) (laughs) But I am not (laughs) claiming to.
1: You don't have a PhD in anthropology. Yeah. Like none of us do. So like no. I didn't know it was a real place. But... I've
2: taken one anthropology class and I technically didn't finish it. I have
1: a minor in geography and I didn't know what it was. No, Just in case you're wondering. Do. So it's it's okay. Like but he should Thank know. You. I agree with you.
2: Like I feel like she could have been in the plane and been like, Okay, we are going to we're not gonna make it. We're gonna try to go to this place and then they crash. And then, oh wait, they are closer than they thought they were or they made it to this secret layer that has survived since the 1930s in the ocean because that's not a dangerous place
1: that's where the jetpacks like if they had randomly found jetpacks out of the out of the plane yeah. they still could have totally incorporated the jetpacks because there was no purpose for them
2: but what, i just
1: other than uh, he he learned was... how to fly i don't i don't know i don't know what the <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're right there was no purpose
3: for the jetpacks uh
1: but it's like randomly int- there, there are jetpacks on here Introduce- in case of a danger, oh, roar, like that would have made more sense. It's still been stupid, but at least it would have been made sense stupid. You know what I mean?
0: Useful stupid. Huh? It would be useful
1: stupid. Yes. Thank you. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay. How would you compare this book to book to the previous Patterson and Friends books we've read? Patterson and Friends?
1: <laughs> the noise is still the worst, mm-hmm. in my humble opinion. I think I liked this one better because even though there was that slight, like, all of a sudden he has, you know, chest of steel or whatever, uh-huh. I, I really hated the, like, horror parts mm-hmm. of Death of Black Widow and the noise to me. They just never, they weren't horrifying and they didn't work. Mm-hmm. Like, that just, so this one's probably my favorite. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a low cute. bar.
0: <laughs> it's the most tolerable.
1: That's it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> They should put that on the back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Patterson's books might as well come to movie tickets as a bonus feature. It's the most tolerable. <laughs> Gaston Speaks. <laughs> Gaston speaks. <laughs> that
3: would be fun. Mm,
2: this one was also my favorite. I feel like, uh, I guess I just like Brian Sitt's, um writing better. If they make more, I I don't know. They probably, they probably
1: you're going to make us read that could, one, yeah. aren't you? Probably. Yeah, we're gonna have to read the mag, the the murder. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know. I feel. I hope no that business. it
2: gets better. I hope that, that yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to start a new franchise. I guess.
1: Is this the first? Mm-hmm. And are they planning more? Is that? I mean, that's Probably.
2: the vibe I get. Yeah.
1: And kind of build on it. Okay.
2: Yeah. The noise is still the worst because <gasps> it just didn't make sense. I, I think. You know, we talked about how in the noise and even in um, death of a, death of the Black Widow that uh, the authors didn't really write well together. Mm-hmm. I just assume Brian took over the whole story. Just this one
1: had it. a lot. And it's
0: kind of written like a TV script in a way. There's like little vignettes mm-hmm. of action, like scenes.
1: And this one flowed better, and it didn't feel like like you always talk about the noise. It was like. Um like round robin writing yeah. or whatever like you could tell the parts that were James Patterson and the parts I really couldn't tell the difference I couldn't either. so uh, there was a lot more i guess cohesiveness is the mm-hmm. word we're looking for compared to the other three it was also the shortest oh, the other yeah. two excuse me it's the shortest <laughs> well of the maybe
2: three. they learned from the previous mistakes
1: <laughs> no no they didn't <laughs> they learned one thing they did not need the 100 extra pages of the 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 hoard.
2: All right, any final thoughts about the book? I mean, I got my list. Let's pull it up. <laughs> you I
1: wanna... love Kindle's <laughs> list. They're the best part of it.
2: Yeah, every time you say that, it makes me nervous. Why? <laughs> They're fun. Thank you. I don't know. I don't know what really they are. Until... It was
1: something you introduced in season two, and I feel like it's a good crossover to season three. Oh,
2: okay, so we'll continue to do it. Uh, let's see. Uh, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. I don't like it when bad stuff happens to kids. Mm. I already read this one to Angelique. But uh, in the beginning when he's a professor and they're establishing him as a professor, he starts talking about his freshman students. And he says, the first years were tree stumps and they were more interested in TikTok. And my response is, okay, boomer. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, seriously?
2: That is, that is your evaluation of the newest generation? they like TikTok. They're stupid. You're stupid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Note that we are all in our 30s. Just <laughs> keep going.
2: <laughs> For a little while. Um, okay. Uh, then I learned about Doc Savage. And that was actually really helpful because before I was like, ah, this is weird. Okay. Okay. Um, when Mead dressed up for an event, Doc described her makeup as blue eyeshadow and pink lips. <laughs> All I could see in my head is Mimi from Drew Carey.
1: <laughs> did you picture her in a Mumu? This is, this is how far did we go with this?
2: Yep. <laughs> well, she, she didn't seem to be exercising as much as he was. That's true. I mean,. <laughs> That was no, really horrible. I'm like picturing
1: right. Mimi on a jetpack. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, go go go. All right,
2: Dax, Doc Savage was a twin. Anyone else immediately think of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito? <laughs> there should be a drinking game every time Mead's hair is mentioned.
1: Yes. They do talk about the copper curls a lot. Yeah.
2: Honestly, if you're gonna be an assassin, dye your hair, girl.
1: Exactly. Like, do not be noticeable. You want to blend. Cause like on the video footage camera, Irina recognized the copper Car- curls. Copper
3: hair. Ugh.
2: <laughs> like, come on. <sighs> okay, I already said the thing that I thought they were related. I'm I'm still feeling like they're kind of related. I don't know. Um Flying jetpacks from the 1930s, I can feel Andrew's rating drop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought Arena was going to be the dead sister. We talked about that. What is with all the strange smiling? Like, all of the kids in the school were like, and they're smiling. Like, as they're running through the airport, just smiling. It's why did to be creepy, I guess. Well, okay, well, it was, but why? Like yeah,
1: Assassins don't smile.
2: I mean, maybe they do, but they did not give us context for why.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, if they had said... You know, that was one of the trainings is you always look happy to make sure that you don't you don't look like you're in, in trouble or something like and I don't remember that at all. I being know. mentioned. know. I
0: see people who are too happy at an airport. I get nervous. That's Yeah. True. Like, That's true.
2: you don't want to be noticeable. I know. Like, I don't know. I, I thought it was going to be like, oh, you find out that the meds they were getting like had weird side effects or something. But no, they're just constantly smiling or they're just all sociopaths and really enjoying the hunt. Who knows? I don't know. Um yeah. <laughs> So when they're fighting the horde of students, the wind kicks up. Doc pushes Mead onto the ground, causing you pain as you land on your shoulder wrong. And yet you never felt safer. Mead felt safe when he showed up. And I was like,
3: what? <laughs> he's so... I don't
1: know. I don't know. <laughs> Until he's like... Ugh. I don't understand.
2: It makes no sense.
1: Also, I mean, if she was doing a lot of these same things, like if she was taking a lot of these supplements and stuff... Like why is so basically she didn't do any of that to herself. Why couldn't she have unlocked her superhuman?
3: Yeah. Whatever.
1: Why did she have to have a man to unlock the superhuman? Yeah, that's where. Yeah, it's like you finally build an interesting female character, and then right at the end,
3: yeah, she's just
2: so safe. Damsel in
1: distress. Yeah. I
2: don't know. They just from the beginning should have been open and honest and been like, hey. Let's do this, and then he'd be like, "Yeah, I have it's buy-in. and then like, it'd be yeah, scary. It's like she or had
0: this horrible thing done to her, and then she goes, "Just does it somebody else." It's
2: because the, I guess the drama, like you feel like you have to do what's done to you in order to have the same results, but then she was trying to undo that. Yeah, I guess is the closest explanation. I don't know. Those are my thoughts. Yeah. But it actually was like a fun, easy, like read. I think I clicked through it. Yeah, I, think I mean, the patrons who like a good, fun, easy read. Gonna like it. It's a little outlandish, but that's okay. But you
1: know what? It's definitely a little different than a lot of the other Patterson things that have come out in a while. Mm-hmm. So it might be a nice, like, fresh thing for the people who read every single Patterson book. Yeah. You know, it's not so, this doesn't have the horror elements. It's not the same old Alex Cross or same old Women's Burger Club type stuff. So maybe maybe they'll enjoy it because it's like it feels like James Patterson but it's got a little it's just a little different.
2: There's not a lot of gruesome murder, which does happen sometimes in like I don't know about Women's Murder Cl- Club, but in Alex either. Cross series ugh. Yeah, and there's
1: not a lot of there's not a lot of sexual content, there's not no. a lot of foul language, so it's it's yeah. it's it's a little bit less James Pattersony because I know some of our patrons who like they like the mystery but but some of those that go too far they, they really struggle with. So maybe this would be a good one for them.
2: Yeah, not a lot of mystery, but it's a fun, like easy ride.
1: It has that feel, the the adventure y kinda
2: I guess that's the Doc Savage vibe. I don't yeah. know. Without knowing Doc Savage, it's hard to um yeah. figure out if it's close to the original or not.
0: So the reason, the way I found out that it was like a continuation of an old series is that I went on to Goodreads and I read the one-star reviews, because that makes me feel better after I read a bad book. I read the
3: too. reviews! <laughs> You're talking I'm
1: about
2: like, that guy? That
0: I
1: did that. There Actually, we read that Coho book, and then it was like, all the one-star reviews got attacked, and I was like, I'm not writing a review. <laughs> I'll put my rating, but I'm not writing a review.
0: <laughs> anyway, a few of those reviews were like, it's not Doc Savage at all.
2: So oh. I was like, yes, who's Doc Savage? <laughs> So I had to go
0: back. The
1: one old man on good rates. What I back in my day, we read Doc Savage. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's how I found out that Doc Savage was a thing as well.
1: Yeah. Interesting.
2: <gasps> what if he starts doing like if he like reviving like um all the old series like if what if he starts like doing like a Philip Marlowe revival? Oh god. I mean, that's sort of kind of what he's doing with the next book he's writing with
0: Brian Sitz. Mm-hmm. Because all those characters like they're not like Oh yeah, the not, you know, old yeah, the lady whole, whole um
3: world.
1: Yeah, they're all based off of like yeah. classic mystery adventure type. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's Sherlock maybe that's going to be their like thing. You uh, should
0: go and read like the synopsis for it. It looks, sounds really dumb. Um, you're going to
1: make us read the book, Marjorie, Probably so.
0: read the synopsis so you know what you're going
1: <laughs> into. I know what I'm getting into. It's not
0: like I'm gonna hold you down and hold the book in front of your face. Even then, you can close your eyes.
1: <laughs> not unless she invents a mead-like thing. To... No, she'll put my the, the audiobook on my head when I sleep, like... so I'll learn the whole book.
0: <laughs> <She'll> just... <laughs> Would you prefer that though?
1: I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna like listen to like <laughs> surgery audiobooks and then wake up and suddenly be able to like Whipple. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my gosh! I was just Does thinking... that work? <laughs> And be able to do that running whip stitch. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: We we watched a lot of Grey's Anatomy, so we think we know things. I have okay. no idea. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead.
0: All right. Anything else?
1: <laughs> no. I think we've gone off the rails again.
0: Okay. So we'll just, we'll just wrap up. And before we do, I think I should just promote our library website, gastonlibrary.org, where you can find our events calendar, a lot of the databases that we provide for patrons, like... Uh, NC Live and NC Digital Library and Freegal, things like that. So check out GastonLibrary.org. Look up some programs for the fall as well. We have a lot of good stuff coming. We do. All right. That's it for the first episode of our third season of We're Booked Up. (laughs) Woohoo! (laughs) <laughs> the Perfect Assassin is available in both print and online at the NC Digital Library and through the Libby app. Let us know what you think of the book and what you think of what we think of the book. Just leave a comment at the off-the-shelf blog at gastonlibrary.blogspot.com or at speaks.podbean.com. Next month's book is Mexican Gothic by Sylvia Moreno-Garcia. Thanks for listening. Bye, Bye guys. Thanks.